Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been yeah, this is the Black Country Blokes, tuning the facts about everything it is, mental health, disability and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime as always, Lee Cadmore. And today we're joined by Keely and Nick from Dudley CVS. And we're going to be talking about dads. And, you know, a lot of times dads get a bad rep. And most of us are doing our best for the right reasons. But before we get into that, we're going to go for our gratitude list. And as always, I've got plenty to be grateful for. I had a good friend, Andy Blaney, come up and see me today. Um, but the club's always so busy, we didn't have a good chat. But we'll meet up soon. So we'll have to go out for a coffee or a bevy. Have a good catch-up with a good friend. Good supporter of everything we've ever done, isn't it, Andy? Yeah, yes, very much so, yeah. I'm very grateful my uh, my boxer Osman Mohammed boxing Germany. He boxed Germany's number one on Friday, beat him on a unanimous. Then he beat Germany's number two on the Saturday, stopped him in the second round, and got awarded the box for the tournament. So very good. We're doing something right. What are you grateful for? Oh, uh, you know what? I've spent the last probably five weekends on a Saturday um messing with a motorbike. And I'm just grateful for that break and that time to just do something I enjoy doing. So, yeah, just fixing that. It's been great. Simple things, in it? But, yeah. you know, when you can just... That's why we have hobbies, isn't it? Yeah. To break it down and go, what do I enjoy? That hasn't got to be having 10 points. It hasn't got to be... It's just something wholesome to take your mind, you know, yeah, entertain yourself. Yeah, it's cost a lot, though. That's no. any downside to it. <laughs> Every hobby does. <laughs> yeah, isn't that right? <laughs> Kelly, what you were grateful for? Oh, do you know what? I'm grateful to see a bit of sunshine. It's still right. cold, but I just it makes a massive difference, doesn't it? I think to your mental health. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, to spring. You know, the, the, the lights getting, you know, staying lighter. Yeah, that helps you, doesn't it? Massively, I, yeah. I think after I finish here, I can go and sit in the garden. I never do, <laughs> but it's nice to have the option, isn't it? Yeah. What are you grateful for? Uh, I think Nick? I'm going to go with Keely too. Saturday, the sun shone all day and I went in the garden. It was yeah. too wet to mow the lawn, but I was dreaming of it. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking about planting bulbs and I was thinking about the time I could put my flip-flops on. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the sunshine. Well, I love spring. I hate autumn. My missus loves autumn because she goes, oh, well, the leaves. But autumn to me, it's every day it gets darker, it gets cold. It's like the descent into madness. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like spring, every day is a bit more it's a bit more optimistic. Yeah. We're almost there. The nights are getting lighter, the weather's getting warmer, the flowers are waking up. It's oh no, spring's full of hope to me. Yeah, yeah and me. It's nice to leave work and it not be pitch black. black. Yeah. Um you still feel like you've got the evening ahead of you then. Yeah, 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 it's like nine times out of ten, you're only going to sit in the house anyway. Yeah. But having the option <laughs> is fantastic. I always think that, like, at Christmas, I love Christmas anyway, but you drive to work and everyone's got the Christmas lights up. Mm. January happens, we're all depressed. We've all got no, <laughs> But the drive home's depressing because you have no beauty. Yeah. Yeah. It's dark, but you haven't got the lights up. Yeah. And I, I think that's a big factor to it, you it know. I, I like. I look forward to Christmas, but then everything you enjoy, all your hobbies and everything, it all stops, doesn't it? Everyone yeah. closes, like mm. shuts down. So yeah. then it always ends up being, yeah, I find it quite difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's all built up to be this hurrah, mm. isn't it? Mm. A bit like what we're going to talk about in a bit, like 
Not a child, like when you, because we're talking a lot about dads, that, that where man, when you have a child, and I struggled with it for years, like, because my wife, we were going to have everything natural, and then we had, my baby was coming out breach, coming out bum first. So then my wife had to have an emergency caesarean, and all this. And me, I'm a right titty baby, I cried everything. <laughs> and I thought I was going to hold my baby and start crying. It was going to be like Simba from The Lion King. I was going to hold Simba up in the shine. And I held the baby there. And you, you say, I'll, I'll die for you, I love you. And you, you, But I didn't have that wow. But I fell in love with my daughter. It wasn't that instant. More men I've talked to up here at the club in the day classes and night classes and everyone, they went, me too. And even women, because women are supposed to have this euphoric, you know, I've cooked this baby. And how many women, they don't bond straight away. But we don't talk about it because no. it's almost, yeah. am I a bad person for not feeling, because we've watched the movies and the sitcoms yeah. and the cartoons. and But that's fiction, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. see these model families, don't you, on Instagram and everyone looks perfect and happy and it's not, it, no. it's not the reality, no, is it? It's not like that. Being no. a parent. So it's really good that you can be honest about it and, and talk about it. And it's not being shameful. Some people I talk to, they sobbed and it's, that, that's brilliant. It's like with grief, isn't it? Yeah. Someone dies, there's no correct way to grieve. Mm -hmm. You know, some people cry, some people go back to work and it's the same with love, isn't it? Mm -hmm. With me, I mean, I love my girl. If, if anyone has ever heard it then, you know, you, you swear allegiance to your children, don't you? They, they're yours and you love them. But I fell in love with her, and every day, you know, you, you fall a bit more in love with them, don't you? And you yeah. see they resemble you or your partner or the grandparents. They have your mannerisms and your humour and your even your bad stuff. You think, bloody hell, she's got that for me. <laughs> but that's part of the love, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But we don't often talk about that falling in love with a child. No. I think there's a stigma around it, isn't there? You're, there's an expectation that we're all supposed to do that and actually it's just not real life. No. We're all different, we're all individual and unique and we've all got our own sort of journey into parenthood, haven't we? And, I know, see, the craziest thing, and I said this to every person who ever has a baby, the craziest thing is you go in as two people, you come out as three people. Yeah. You get used to your, your wife or your partner being pregnant. It's like you're just going through this journey and then all of a sudden labour happens or the caesarean happens and God all willing, you all come out safe. Then you all go back to your home and it's... Yeah, to me, it was well, re reality, to be quite honest. Yeah. Because it's a bit un unbelievable, even though you can see this thing growing. It's a bit, yeah, it's yeah, a bit like, can't. yeah, and then it's, oh my God, now I've got to look after this thing. <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's nice There's a bit of a fright. And when they hold the baby for the first time, it's just sheer shock. Yeah. yeah. It's that thing of, I've got a car seat and I'm taking this human back. Yeah. And I am. Have I remembered the car seat? I'm, I'm fully responsible for them and it's a huge thing. I, I was shot. I was in shock. Mm. I called my mum up on the phone and the, our lad was in the car seat and I, I was, he was fast asleep and I was just sort of looking at him and I was like, what? I feel so strange yeah. she's like well welcome to parenthood what do i do now <laughs> yeah. 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 and it is just like holding a, a, a glass vase oh yeah and it is you wherever they put it you stay there and eventually you realize it's tougher than you think yeah. and they they do bounce and they all you know don't try bouncing your kids <laughs> but it's amazing don't you you feel like even like because i'm visually impaired and everything that's all frightened about a being a dad and B, when my eyes, you know, when you're putting the belt on them, have I done it safely? When you're trying to nappy, is there a bit of poo there? Is it? And you're thinking, you do your best. Yeah, of 
And that's the thing, it's the fear that holds you back, isn't it? But then you yeah. I remember the first time we were away and um, my missus had gone out and, and my daughter had an accident. And it was either you've got to leave her here in a soil nappy or you do your best. Yeah. And you do your best and it's better than you, you think it could happen. And it's getting over the hurdle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And how many times fear of doing a bad job holds you back from doing any job? Yeah. And sometimes you just got to step up to the plate and do your best, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's just learning as you go, isn't it? And like, I think it's great. Like, you talk so like openly to each other as well, don't you? About being a dad and things yeah. like that. And that's something we like. We're really hoping to do like through our work is try and bring dads together to to talk to each other about how's your week been. Like, yeah, how are you getting on with the nappies? How's yeah. you know the kids doing your heading? And like, just just having those like real sort of honest conversations about. The reality of yeah. being a dad, and you, you, I always think like when you first you're the apple of each other's eye on your partners and everything, and you walk in, you give your partner a kiss and a love, and then you have a child, and sometimes you're that tired, you walk past your partner, you acknowledge the baby, and you become, <laughs> you 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 reach other's world, and sometimes you just each other's passing chips, yeah. and it's making time for each other, isn't it? Making sure that that person knows that they're special as well, yeah. a date night or a movie night yeah. or a Chinese, whatever it is, but just going, the bab's in bed, let's have a bit of us time. Yeah. And that's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Because when it's everything's around you too, and then you gradually come down the pecking order, you're below her, you're below the kids, you're below the dog, you're below the cat, mm. and you think, well, where's my place now? Yeah. So uh, important, isn't it? Because it's like when you talk about self care a lot, don't you, with mental health and yeah. things, and it's, it's the same, isn't it? Like as a as a couple, you need to make that time for each other and do things you enjoy a lot as hard as it is. Because again, like if you look after yourselves and look after each other, then you'll be, you know, better parents better as a result parents, as well. Yeah. But it's it's hard, isn't it? To yeah, it's a bit just a, a ladder I see in my life. So you gradually come down the ladder, don't you? Everything becomes more important: your children, yeah. your parents, your partner. The cat's even on a higher yeah, rung, right? yeah. <laughs> um, and you sort of forget about yourself sometimes, don't you? And your relationship with your partner, um, and I think that's really important. I think so. it, it can get strained as well because the, the, um, the majority of the time, dad goes out to work, mom stays at home with the baby, all the other way round, whichever way is working. But then. The other person comes back from work and, and it's kind of like, well, I've been at home all day with this back. Yeah. So and you yeah. go, well, I've just been to work all day. <laughs> yeah. You know, tat, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you've got to find the balance in that as well. Yeah, and definitely. being a stay-at-home parent, I had it when uh, in COVID, my wife was working upstairs, I was downstairs with Melitlan, and it's a full-time job keeping a child entertained. And then once again, so I saw it on the different side, so from both sides, when I was up here all day, then I'd come home to my missus and mm. she was shut I said, have the baby because I'm tired. Then I've had it. I've been with the baby all day. She's finished. I've been with the baby all day. I need a grown-up conversation. You have her. And a lot of times, like you'll bicker, and I said, I'm shattered. My mm -hmm. missus was a prime for that. I go, I'm shattered. She goes, You're bloody tired. <laughs> I go, No, we're on the same team. We can both be tired. <laughs> yeah. It's not a competition, but that's you know, what it turns into though, doesn't it? You have to be really mindful to try not to do that. It's harder than you think because it's one-upmanship on each other, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's emotional. Yeah. You can logic. You can. Well, actually, you've done four hours, I've done six hours. So, tell you what, darling, you go and have your head down for a bit. Yeah. When you're emotional and you're tired yeah. and you're just lashing you're just out, you're active, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best, the fastest ways to make you go crazy, deny you asleep, 
and isolation. Yeah. And babies do that because yeah. you're tired all the time. You know what I mean? You do it. Oh, I've got work. It's like you, you, you're like trying to help each other. And then you're on your own with this screaming little beast. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. It sends you I'm not sure that. we're pushing this in the right direction here. <laughs> no one's going to want to have kids. But, that's, but that is the reality of it, isn't it? It is. And that's what we, we want to hear about. Like We, we want to hear the, the reality because I think that's what mm. we don't talk about enough, isn't it? So. Yeah, but the reality is also coming home from work and having this beautiful child run up to you happy and telling oh, you yeah. about the day. Yeah. When they learn you know, how to yeah. give you a munch. And sometimes, mm. because that's not even... You know, sometimes when you hold your baby and they just lean in yeah. or they give you a kiss. I remember seeing it years ago, I'm afraid of my daughter, when people kiss their child on the mouth. I thought, oh, that's really creepy and really weird. And then my daughter kissed me on the lips and I, I loved it. Yeah. I was going, wow, it's it such a pure, non-sexual, non Before it happened to me, I thought, oh, that's creepy. But when it does, it just a natural, it's bloody hell, that's love and then when they yeah. munch you or they it's it's a different kind of absolute love isn't it yeah, yeah. and they were yeah. laughing about like the tiredness and the hard time but ultimately they're the positives mm. outweigh the, oh, the, yeah. the challenges well no one they? would do it no <laughs> and we keep on going back yeah that's it, it yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but it's my and that's what you gotta have these chats and us dads need a good shout, you know what I mean? And I said, we were saying off air, there's so many different forms. You know, I think this is great what you're doing. The different kinds of dads, the, the stay-at-home dads, the dads who are still in the child's life, the dads who have chosen not to be in the, parent, in the child's life, the dads who want to be in part of the child's life but can't be, the, the dad who's lost a child yeah. through death, the stepdad, the foster dad, the adopted dad, the... The, I mean, coach dad, you know, who's like, I've got 100 kids downstairs, you know what I mean? And it's all these father figures that aren't always talked about. It's the deadbeat dad, the good dad. Yeah. But there's many variations in between. Yeah. And it's the dads who I would love to be in my child's life, mm -hmm. but I'm not allowed to be. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, because me and my partner, I fell out of love, she prevents me from having any contacts. Mm -hmm. And these all need to be talked about, don't they? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's an why aren't you allowed or why shouldn't you be allowed or why do you want? Mm -hmm. There's so many different things beyond this word of dad, isn't that? Yeah, definitely. And I think part of what we want to do is, is to kind of shout about dads and, and get dads to talk about what's great about being a dad and what's really hard about being a dad because we recognise and like dads we've spoke to haven't all had great experiences um, mm. through like the healthcare systems and through even going to like stay and play groups. They felt they've been very kind of female dominated. So it's just, it's really important because dads, you, you're 50 50, aren't you? You're very yeah. much part of that partnership so yeah. we need to make sure that that's kind of reflected on every level really so and mums get lots of support about mm -hmm. motherhood is shared on the playground when yeah. you wait to take the kids in you talk about weaning or sleepless nights or how to do this or what did you use when your child was teething and you share that support and that experience and you come away a little bit richer for it dads don't typically do that or don't do it as much yeah. and so those conversations about fatherhood and if it's difficult and if it's tiring and if it's exhausting they don't really happen in those natural ways and so we're really keen to try to find 
ways for dads in Dudley to come and engage and come and have those conversations just like this and to be honest and open about it so that we get the good, the bad and the ugly so we can identify where those gaps are, where where aren't the, the groups happening for you, where you feel excluded and you feel like they're very orientated towards mums. Let's have those conversations, talk to us about it and then we'll try and see if we can address that and redress the balance a little bit. And not all, like I said to you, like when my, my wife had a caesarean, my wife had been gutted from head to toe, all this, and it was um, Mr. Dylan, go and wait outside, it'll be 10 minutes. So you have to wear that all day costume. Yeah. And that 10 minutes turned to 45 minutes. And I'm, I'm sat there outside thinking, I don't want to be that guy. That you so, mm. I've gone in with my wife, a whole new future is about to happen, and you lose everything. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you can come in now, and it's, you know, she's caught, and then you're holding the baby. And it's, mm. But it's no like, you're right, mate. Yeah. Do, you want a, do you want a brew? It's literally, you have this. And obviously, Kate, my wife's had a big operation. But then on the night, all right, then, Mrs. Dillon, clear off now. Yeah. Well, can yeah. I wait with her? Because yeah. she's petrified. It's her first baby. Yeah. She's had an horrible day. Mm. And it's, well, you've got to leave now, come back at night. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know I mean? You can't even phone her because it's over with anything. That's exactly the same experience as my partner. And I had a C-section and he was told to clear off because yeah. he was past visiting. And he just went home and sat on the stairs and cried. He said, I, I, I've got yeah. this new baby. I hadn't even seen them because they were in intensive care. Yeah. I didn't know if you were all right because you'd had an operation. Exactly. You were still numb. And, and he said, I was just sent away. Like I wasn't even, I wasn't even factored into it in any way. Yeah. Which is... I was the taxi driver who got you there. Yeah, which is something yeah. that that that's not right is it on any level really and i know it's a capacity thing where do we put all these dads yeah. <laughs> where do where do we where do we find the space for them in the hospitals i know there's got to be but it, it it's on an emotional level and a personal level yeah. that's not a nice way to feel is it well you're a wreck yourself mm. you know because you, you're thinking especially your first because mm. are you all right are you okay what, what what should i be doing really what can you do mm. well you're trying you're just a nuisance yeah. and then once this all happened you're thinking well Tell me to do something. Oh, once again, do you want a drink, darling? Do you want some ice, darling? Can yeah. I have the baby, darling? Yeah. It doesn't take two minutes just for someone to come and put their arm around you, does it? And no. say, do you want a quick coffee? How are you feeling? Yeah. You know, this is what's going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, we're here for you as well. We can signpost yeah. you if you need any support. It's yeah. it's not an awful lot to ask. There's a whole so checklist for a mum who's had a C-section before you're allowed to leave, you know. So have you had a bell movement? Have you done a wee? Have you yeah. had a wash? Have you eaten? There's this whole checklist to check that you're physically, emotionally okay. To yeah. but there's not a checklist for a dad, so there's not a, just a touch base to say mm -hmm. how are you feeling. Yeah. You know, we know little ones um, in intensive care or just need some extra support or some extra help. How are you doing mm -hmm. in all of this? How are you feeling? Uh, it doesn't take that long to no. do it, and I think it should be part of that. It's that um, it's a traditional way of doing it, though, isn't it? I mm -hmm. like. I think back to my granddad. He wouldn't have even been in the hospital probably. Uh, you know, when my 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 parents were born, um, they'd probably been down the pub. <laughs> yeah, um, and that was a tradition, that wasn't was, it, to go and wet the baby's head yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. straight away. But it's um, well, times have changed, haven't they? Now, and it needs yeah. to be brought into into twenty first yeah. century. But getting dads like because it's great dads are trying so hard to do all these things you know the late night feeds and oh that's another thing i would say to anyone if um if you if your wife or partner isn't breastfeeding tommy tippy 
Because I'll tell you something, when that baby's screaming at two o'clock in the morning, you're trying to boil the kettle and you're burning yourself and you've got to cool it down and the baby's screaming. But then machines would just go doof, 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 in the mouth. <laughs> that, that was a godsend. And I tell everybody, if your missus isn't breastfeeding, get a machine because you're, the baby's crying, you're crying, you're burning yourself. And it's going, oh, God. But them things, but they're just... the things that people need to know. That's isn't the it? really vital stuff. You, when you first baby, you buy all the stuff, don't yeah, you? Yeah. You spend hundreds on all the stuff that you don't need. No need. But maybe that's one of the best things you can invest in. It was in the best thing. Because oh, it's, it, it, it just stopped everything because yeah, you're tired. And the thing is, you know, if you've boiled the kettle too much, and oh, so you've got to test it on your own skin. Yeah. Oh, it's too hot, so they put it in the oils. And then what are you thinking? But that baby is she had colic, she had reflux, and it is just wailing. Yeah. And you're thinking, but if you can go, bump. Yeah, there you go. It's so much easier. Everyone's just calmer, everything. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's one of the things about this piece of work and this project is that sharing of information, those little nuggets of, yeah. of gold that you want to hear. Like, no one told me when I had a boy that you need to tuck his old fella yeah. down <laughs> in the napkin. No one told me that. Yeah. So for the first three nights I was home, I was going, Mum, why are the sheets wet all the yeah. time? Like I'm changing the cot sheets all the time. She's like, have you talked to his old man down? I'm like, no. Why didn't someone say that to me? Exactly. Why is that not in one of the parenting books? <laughs> and that's the stuff that we need to have those we need to have those conversations. And dads aren't really having them. No. So they feel alone in it. And it's well, quite isolating. You feel embarrassed, don't you? Like with anything. I said, the best friend of any mental health is loneliness. And if you feel, I'm an idiot, so I don't know. The only way, what's Al saying? Uh, an idiot is a, a, a man who asks a question is an idiot for a second. A man who asks none is an idiot for life. Exactly. And it's, but if you can go, well, why does my little boy keep weeing up here? <laughs> Took it down. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, or which way do I wipe my girl from yeah. the back? Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. tell each other. And it's like, oh, I didn't know because I didn't have a brother or sister. It's my first child. I haven't done all these things. So if you could tell me, yeah. I know. Yeah, but what yeah. we do is we're embarrassed. So we don't ask, yes. and then we keep repeating the same mistakes. The only way of beating ignorance is by asking questions again, answers. From it and learning from it, yeah, definitely. There's a really good um, app as well, which is great for dads called DadPad, and it's literally like a breakdown of all of these practical things as well. So if like you know, if you are a dad and you you're struggling and you've got questions and you maybe don't feel that comfortable to ask, like have a look at DadPad um, as well, because that's quite yeah, quite really useful, really isn't useful it? So, tips and dad advice pad. and yeah. support, yeah. Yeah, lots of videos to watch, lots of numbers to call if you need help. So it's a really useful tool. Because I think, like with like with dads, I've, I've seen like because like I've always seen my mom like uh, my mom's and that and she loves kids. But you know, you when you go to Maryhill or something, you have the merry-go-round. You put a pound in, there's three seats. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I'd sit on there or you know a kid's and stuff. We got two other seats, two other kids. You go jump on, I put the pound in, and then the other kids can go on free. Cause you put your pound in. There's two extra seats, let the kid go on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tried doing that and they looked at me like I was Gary Glitter. Because <laughs> I've, I've got my daughter. Yeah. I put it in and I went, come on, darling, you jump on as well. You know, it's for free. I've, but they looked at me. Yeah. They'd never dream of looking at my mom or my wife or nanny. Like, but if a man is kind to a child, yeah. he's assumed to be a wrong one. Yeah. And that, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love kids, you know. I run these classes down here and I love smiling the kids and yeah. seeing them play around but a lot of men of that frightened yeah. Yeah. to look like a weirdo yeah. and you think well this is my daughter I, you know i'm not just stood on the playground twiddling my thumb sitting on the bench yeah. I'm, I'm here yeah, with her with your daughter yeah. engage yeah. yeah 
And it is how men are looked at a lot of the time. Like, you know, even when we go swimming, mm -hmm. they get changed in their thing. Oh my, and I'm stood there, not knowing where to look, what <laughs> yeah. to do. And, you know, I've got my safeguard. But even me, yeah. I'm thinking, well, what do I do with myself? Yeah. And it's a shame when good people are made to feel like that, isn't it? It's an extra pressure, isn't it? Like you say, you're trying to navigate being the best dad you can be and then you're worrying about what everyone else thinks as well. Precisely. It's, yeah. So, yeah. In terms of your, your the, the project you're on now, is it is the aim just to get information off them, or I know you're doing peer to peer support as well, aren't you? Three strands to it. So we, um, I'll let Nick talk a little bit more about it in a moment, but I'd like just briefly say we've got um, one parts research. So that's like we want to hear from as many dads in Dudley as possible about their experiences. So but how do they get in touch with doing? Um, so experience. they can call us, they can email us, we can meet them for coffee, um, so we can see so we can give you all of our details. Um, we've got a peer support offer as well, so we're looking at how we can bring dads together, um, but we want dads to tell us what they want that peer support offer to look like. So, you know, do they want to do a bit of boxing or, you know, do they want a coffee, do they want to meet in the pub? Um, and then the third is that we've got a one-to-one -one support offer as well. So that's for dads who want a bit of help. Um, and they can meet with either Nick or, or Lauren, um, and that's for dads um, who have got children up to the age of two. So there's there's those three areas. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, some of that support could be um, they need some getting back into work. They want some support and advice around that. Some signposting for getting some smoke alarms fitted in your house or baby bank, food bank, getting some food vouchers, some white goods. They might need some carpet in the house. They might say, you know, I can't afford it. Um, can you? Is there any help out there for me? So it could be help with those kinds of things, or it could be help around. You know, I feel like I haven't perhaps bonded so well with my baby. Um, I don't feel like that relationship's there and I want to be able to enhance that and I want to I want to do that more confidently and I want to have more self-esteem around that. And so we can try to set up some of these peer support groups where dads can confidently come into a space with other dads, have these conversations and feel like they're, they're, they're better fathers and they've got the tools to be able to enhance that relationship and that bond with their little ones. I think we just feel like sometimes... Like you failed, mm -hmm. and look because we see the movies and the Instagrams, it's like hey, come on, everyone else is nailing this, and I'm not. And it's not like that, is it? Because you have your peaks and your troughs, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's like some days, as I say, you fall in love with your child, and some days, like I didn't enjoy the baby stage, I love the child stage, even at the toddler stage when they start playing and laughing, but the baby stage when they're crying. And they're and you're thinking, are they broken? I think we've got that from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you think, are they broken? Are they poorly? I'm a catastrophe. And sometimes they're just being a little jerk. Sometimes they just they're just doing something. <laughs> but you don't know. I can see that. why you only had one. <laughs> <laughs> but you start to learn the child's mannerisms, and it's like, is she burning up? Mm. Or is it just diarrhea? And no one tells you, oh, she's got diarrhea because she's teething. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's, oh, she's always got this and oh, she's got colic. Oh, she's got. And it's very easy to go to the doctors all the time, isn't it? Yeah. You know what, um, Charlie, my sister's just brought a, a good point up and um, saying the one to one would be great for single dads. And we really forget about single dads, don't that's we? Really, you know, that's. I think that's vital for things like that because where do they turn to? There's not many single dads out there, is let's be honest. There's not many compared to women single. Well, there's loads. 
Yeah, yeah. No, compared to women, though, it's it's it's. You'd be surprised. I was talking to people, and they've got full custody of their kids, and he's got three kids, three different moms, and he's got all the kids. Mm. But it's, it's it's a lot more common now than it ever has it, been. Oh yeah, without doubt. But I don't think it's matching. I think if you look at the stats of it, it's not matching what maybe what not women the stats. Do. And then where do you find other single dads to talk about your experience? Well, so that, I've already started to speak to a few dads as part of the project who are single dads and they're doing it on their own. Yeah. And their their kind of feedback is that it's lonely. Mm. That I'm really lonely. I feel like I, I don't belong in those community groups or those rattle and rhymes yeah. at the library because they're all predominantly mums. Mm. There's nobody else. There's no other dads. Yeah. Um, I feel a bit like a fish out of water. Um, and it does feel like there's a slight judgment yeah. that we were talking about, that we, we have these judgments about dads mm. with their little ones. And so it, instead, they'll they'll stay home and play with the little one yeah. and they'll stay in the house and then they're lonely. They've yeah. got nobody to talk to and it's impacting their little yeah. one. It's impacting their relationship mm. with their little one. Um, and so so, yeah, it's, um, I think it's quite a lonely landscape for a lot of single dads doing it on their own. And if there's any dads, you know, like watching this podcast as well, if they want it, if it's easier to message us through Facebook or, you know, through any of the social medias, if they just look up Dudley C CBS, the, the messages will come through to us as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. literally just get in touch you know in any way and we'll we ultimately can't change anything if we don't have the conversation yes. so if we don't have a forum to talk about it or a platform to talk about it we can't address where the gaps are and what's going wrong with it so if dads are willing to come forward and they're willing to say look this is what fatherhood looks like for me this is what it feels like then we can have those conversations and then we can link in with different providers and different organizations and say this is what's needed you know this yeah. is what we need to put a changing mat in the dad's toilets because if there's a single dad coming they can't go into the ladies to change the yeah. baby and it's a basic need you know there's some simple things we need to put into place to make dads feel more welcome more included um, and and like they, they they can come along we we've said this quite often with disability that the people who are disabled they never ask what's actually needed mm -hmm. like kev said it before he, he like he, he needs yellow lines on the yellow tape on steps or yellow paint on steps so he can see the step. and you're doing it right because you're going to the dads and going well actually what do you need yeah because there's no yeah. point in us doing that uh, so we found it ourselves we did a, um, a men's support group next door during during covid um, where 15 of us, because of the restrictions, were allowed to go in there and, and talk, but we found actually we weren't getting the most out of it. Yeah. So once we were allowed to do the boxing downstairs, we did the boxing and talking. Yeah. yeah. Because you're more likely to open up when there's more lads, you know, you're, you're not concentrating. You get a bunch of blokes sitting in a room and they'll sit there going, you know, it's just, it's just not, it doesn't feel right, does it? Yeah. Whereas you did it downstairs with the boxing and, and people were more receptive to talk. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think doing an activity and chatting yeah. as you do it all. Yeah, all you, you see quite a few now, like um, men in the sheds and things like yeah, that, where they'll yeah. get together and they'll do woodwork or do something. Mm. And uh, but it's a, it's it stops loneliness for starters because you've got somewhere to go. And, and you do talk, you're more Sometimes open. Sometimes having talking. that offer, that draw to get you to go, yeah. whether it's a men's shed or yeah. boxing or something, it's great for your own health and well, well-being. It sounds more appealing to me to go and, yeah. if you said, well, can you go in there and talk, you know, there's 15 blokes, you can sit in a circle and talk. Actually, do you want to come here and do a bit of woodwork? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. trying a bit and of that. While we're yeah. doing something and you're doing something up with your hands, we can have a cup and we can have a chat. Yeah. We can have an informal chat. You can talk to us about what it feels like for you. We can capture that and then we can try to work together to co-design yeah. some peer-to-peer -peer support that, that's going to work for everybody. Because what it is, is like you have time to think, don't you? If you're talking, it's like, uh, that's my foot. So you go over, you, you pick the gloves up or you go and put the skipping rope away because you're having time to think. 
when you just sat there going so how is everything yeah. looking you in the eyes if you could um um um, um but let's do something yeah. Let, yeah let's let's point the focus away from something and it's multi-layered isn't it because not only are you having the conversations and you're finding out about that what that picture looks like but you're they're enhancing their health and well-being they're learning yeah. a new skill a new hobby they're making friends they're making connections it's multi-layered what what they're getting from it mm. so it's... and on my one-to-one sessions basically counseling mm. we do two two minutes of boxing that one minute we're talking and then sometimes if it's into something we'll have this round off carry on carry on about your nan yeah. and then we're just talking and then you know but you're learning the skill Mm. But you're sweating, you're heating, you're getting, oh, my hand's pretty heating the pad. You're learning controlled aggression. Yeah. We're having a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you, you finish. Yeah. Well, something like boxing, I'd imagine, will be to let off steam, won't it? Steam. It'll be to like, it'll just be get rid of some of that pent up, some of those feelings that you've got. And so if you are feeling like mm. it's quite frustrating being a single dad and it's very pressured and it's quite lonely, yeah. actually coming and doing something like that is a release, isn't it? And having a chat to people. yeah. yeah. You know, lived experience and you know it's just being somewhere and you can talk about stories and you can talk about this and that's what we want isn't it you want to be a part of something you want to be useful yeah. and I, someone said that to me once and i don't know how you guys feel about it but they said mal depression if you give us a purpose mm -hmm. and validation for the purpose they'll crawl for broken glass if you give us something to do that i can do and at the end validate yourself for it people get up and do it yeah and i do believe that like with the dads you know well you're my dad you should do it mm. and i do i do my best yeah. i do wake up i do get the baby to school i do do this and it's that i don't want a gold medal mm. but just acknowledge i'm doing my best we all need a sense of purpose oh, yeah. Yeah. that's like one of the most important things isn't it that keeps you going and i think if we don't make dads feel valued and important right from the opposite yeah. you, it's really hard for you sometimes to feel like you've got that sense of purpose like some dads will you know but but not all yeah. not all do so yeah it's yeah. a really good point yeah and one of the things that we'd really love to work towards right it's like a 12-month pilot project that we're doing we'd like at the end of the year for there to be some sort of celebration of dads yeah. so that we've all of these stories that we've collected hopefully mm. if dads get in touch and um, <laughs> that we we build up this picture and that we have this sort of like dad's rock festival where yeah. families dads they're young people you can have food music you yeah. can have boxing demonstrations you can have tennis demonstrations footy demonstrations there can be little bits of activity that you can jump into with your little ones baby yeah. baby massage some arts and crafts going on and um, all of the family can be there and it's really just about celebrating all that's great about dads in dudley yeah. and where we can go in the future with it what the journey might look like in the future um, so that we've really listened hopefully to what some of those wishes are and what some of those desires are and we're going to try to take that forward as a bit of a legacy but it is it's like we're always about inclusion mm. but you won't include us when you want us mm. about the times you know the silence and you know it's as you said it's like if i can be at the appointment i want to be at the appointment if i can be there at yeah. the parents evening i want, I want to, to be, be there. there if she's playing a bloody euphonium it's <laughs> like a cat being strangled <laughs> I'm always there, you know what I mean? You don't mind your own kid playing badly, but 20 other kids playing in each other badly, but you're still there for the important moments. And once again, that's what it is, it's, it's being there for the good and the bad. Yeah. And that, that's what it is to be a parent or a grandparent or a guardian or whatever it is, that, that family unit is that, isn't it? Yeah. And the family place has got so many different faces and names and it ever has, 
But a family is a family, isn't it? It's a place of love. Of course, of course it is. And yeah. to share knowledge with one another. Because when you are a parent, oh, you can't lie on the back. No, you've got to lie on the side. No, you've got to lie upside down. You've got so much information coming at you. And what do you mean your baby isn't walking? <laughs> my baby was walking in two months. Or my baby, and it's like, we do it when we're going to do it. Yes. We pick it up at different levels and just enjoy it. Yeah, and part of part of parenthood, I think, and being a better parent is about trusting your instinct to know yeah. that your journey is your journey and you're yeah. going to do it your way and the kids will do it however they do it. Yeah. And to kind of um, be confident in that. And that's not always easy. No. That's a, I, I would never have said that with having one child but now i'm a mom of three yeah i can confidently say that because i've become a better parent as i've gone through it i've learned to trust myself a little bit more and trust my own judgment and everyone's got an opinion yeah everyone did the sleep thing differently yeah. everyone's got an opinion i don't have your baby in bed with you don't yeah. co-sleep breastfeeding's not for me bottle feeding was for me yeah. uh, you know all of these opinions but sometimes it's that confidence to trust your own trust your, your own, own um, gut instinct and sometimes you know you go i tried this way i dropped the clanger we're still alive. Yeah. It didn't work for us. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to have the baby in bed. You know, sometimes I'm not shattered. Mm. If the baby wants to fall on my chest, I, we both need sleep. Yeah, we yeah. shouldn't do it, but no. by God, we're going to do it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah. you know, and then you say, everyone's got an opinion. They absolutely have, yeah. In life. And everyone's read a parenting book. Everyone's read a parenting book. <laughs> well, my nan did this. Back then. And you're thinking, That's great. Take advice with your journey. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. I mean, there's lots of good advice out there, though, I would say as oh, well. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. like, we would advocate for, you know, people to <laughs> listen to the midwives and, yeah, and yeah. obviously check out DadPad and all those resources yeah. as well. Because, you know, ultimately, we want to keep our babies safe, don't we? And do the best for them as well. But, but completely hear what you're saying as well. It's, uh, yeah. it's a have, journey, isn't it? Sometimes you have to have common sense. do what you have to do. and Give yeah. them love and be present. Mm. And that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Give them love and be present. Even, you know, be there for them when you can be there for them. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing like that, is it? When your baby's poorly, whether they've got the cold or tonsillitis or extreme, just being there, yeah. having a munch, mm. you know, or having a snuggle or whatever it is, just being there for the baby, your partner, whoever's in the, the, the dynamic, that that can pull you through the darkest times, can't it? Everything's frightening when you're on your own. But if you've got someone there, a friend, an old pal, a partner, a mom, a dad, an uncle, whatever, you're that little bit braver, aren't you? Yeah. I'm always brave when I've got my daughter's hand in my hand because I'm thinking, you know, the God, devil himself ain't going to do this to us today. You know what I mean? Because I, even though my legs are shaking, I've got her by the hand and we'll get through it. Yeah. And that's what love does, doesn't it? It gives you strength. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't, you know, time's so important, as you're saying. I think that's the, the best thing you can give, isn't it? So, yeah. You know, to each other and, and to your kids and... Your mates and I think we all make mistakes as parents. The amount of times I've gone to bed and I thought, oh God, today didn't go good. Yeah, yeah. I could have done that so much better today. I could have said something different or handled that in a different way. But as long as you try to learn from it so that next time it crops up, you do you do, do it better. You do that's the, the only real thing, you know, that love, that and time, that you're patience. dealing with some a child that's learning really quick as well. So mm. they're changing yeah, as quick, yeah. you know, their personality is changing as quick as like I've got a teenager and I just think it's worlds apart from from being eleven, you know. Yeah. She's fifteen. It's not yeah. that mil It's not that long in time, but it's worlds apart. As, yeah. as you know, it's, it's constant phases mm. and peaks and troughs, and it changes all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. And then she said about making mistakes. One thing I don't know much in the world, 
But one thing I'm, I'm pretty damn sure on, there's never been anyone who's worked on this earth who will ever walk on this earth who will have to make a mistake. Yeah. Everyone's dropped a clanger at some stage, whether they want to admit it or not. But it's the truth all doesn't learn from it. You know what I mean? As long as we're learning from our mistakes, then we're getting better, aren't we? Yeah, of course. And that's the key, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's not one yeah. shot, one kill. You're going to ball things up. But as long as you're learning and you're not malicious with the mistakes you're making, yeah. as long as it's a genuine mistake, yeah. you're a human being, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Well, guys, the best way to get in touch with you guys, are you on social medias, on uh, WCVS? Yeah, WCVS, so we're on uh, Facebook, we're on LinkedIn. Ron X, um, those are the main ones. Um, you can look up the website as well, so dudleycvs.org.uk. You can contact us through their uh, phone numbers on there as well. So feel free, whatever's best um, for you guys, really. Give us a call, send us a message. Yeah, Pop in. We're on Albion Street you. in Briley Hill. Um, can't run's guarantee we'll be there, but someone can obviously, like, you know, take your details and, and put us in touch. Yeah, so. And the advice, guys. I mean, off, off an old pal. If you know someone who's just had a kid, give them a call and see how they're doing. You know, because it's so easy. You phone go, congratulations, there's a missus. Phone them up and go, how are you? And it does get easier. Mm -hmm. So just reach out at an olive branch and whether it's going for a bevy, a coffee, going to the gym, sitting on the settee, just let them know you're there and just say, you know, it does get easier. And it, it does, doesn't it? It does. So, girls, I'm going to ask you, have you got any quotes or sayings either from your organisation or from your life experience that have helped you get through your life? Who wants to go first? Oh, any quotes <laughs> Put on the spot. Ooh, yeah, you like being put on the spot. <laughs> this would have been really good homework. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it is every week. <laughs> I think it's just, it just, just keep keep smiling, keep, keep doing what, um, you know what makes you happy do the things you enjoy make time for yourself and and talk like talk talk like you said talk to your friends talk to something's on your mind uh, i think that's that's kind of what what gets me through is uh yeah sharing. mine's mine's probably from the film shawshank redemption which is one of my favorite songs <laughs> and it's when uh, morgan freeman says get busy living or get busy dying yeah true yeah. well girls thank you so much for coming on thank you guys for listening so until we see each other next time, I want you all to take care of yourselves and each other. Tarara bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, Tarara bit. Listen, listen, listen.